What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. I just got done taking my kid to go see Wonka. So Wonka is like the entrepreneurial journey of Willy Wonka. It's a kid's movie, musical kind of thing. Cute movie, like good movie. Good thing. You got kids, they'll enjoy it. Um, I also just the other night got done watching a new Dave Chappelle stand-up called Dreamer. And I don't know, just the, I mean, literally, I've, literally, it was last night, I think. Yeah, last night I watched it. So we're talking less than 12 hours apart, these two entrepreneurial, you know, stories, essentially. And again, the, the premise, I would say, between the two of them, where they're significantly different pieces of art. One's Dave Chappelle making a ton of hilarious transgender jokes and handicapped jokes. And the other one's a, a movie for kids. Uh, Where I'm here is where I'm going with this. When you're starting off your business, because I do a lot of concept validation calls, like people have an idea, I do believe that you are able to be a dreamer and think of this solution to a problem that is common, well-known, but your solution isn't. Your solution is unique. And because it's a concept... Because you can only vision it in your head. There's no data to back it up. There's a lot of people that will naysay on it. They, they'll tell you not to go for it. They'll tell you it's, you know, they'll tell you you're be just being a dreamer. That this, 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 you know, concept is not rooted in practicality. And when I get on these concept validation calls, I have to be very careful of that. Because that's the whole thing. If it truly is a, a unique concept, I'm not going to have any data. Right. Like now, if you bring me something that it looks very similar to other things in the industry, you're going to try to, you know, find an opportunity via maybe a different type of customer, or a different type of market or a different angle on the service. That's a lot easier for me to practically black and white give feedback on. But when I'm, you know, dealing with something that, you know, I haven't seen before and I've, someone's got an idea which I'm going to say that's more on the rare side. It's rare that like someone comes out and hits me with something that's just like out of left field where I've got to be very, uh, where I have to be a dreamer with them. I have to sit down and I've got to think about, okay, well that I've got no, I've got no vision as to what that would look like. And we have to talk about it together. And I mean, that kind of work really gets me excited, but here's the thing, like even as a dreamer, cause I had this with urban movement, right? When I had the, the idea of an in-place model, completely minimalist equipment, pick a spot that didn't exist. So I had to be a dreamer with that. Now you can dream it up and then play with it in practicality, right? Like I was able to go into the gym floor and put down, you know, fucking blue uh, painter's tape with Deuce, my assistant GM and head coach. And, and we were able to play around with what a pick a spot model would be. I could envision a world that didn't have pull-up rigs and pull-up bars, but instead used, you know, the rings or the original, we had this original free-hanging pull-up thing that I I originally saw with Alchemy 365 that we tried to create. And and again, as a dreamer, you, that's all you have. You have is this vision, but the vision has to be backed up by math. And that gets into like projections. And I do a lot of projections, mainly on the gym real estate side. 
part of one of the services we do is whenever we're working with a client, we create 36-month pro formas, aka financial projections. So if you've got a concept that's just a dream in your head and there's no other real proof of concept of it, it it's it's fun to have that dream. And I and I'm and I think you have just as good of a shot as anybody. However, once you get someone to visualize, like to actually see what you're seeing and see, you know, and think to themselves, as long as you're dealing with someone who has an open mind, they're hopefully like I, like I try to find myself in. And sometimes, you know, again, when you've been in this industry for so long and you've seen things, it's sometimes hard to be imaginative. And that's why, you know, whenever I have a chance to work with an operator who really is a dreamer, it's, it's very, it's very enjoyable for me. Once you've got a glimpse in your own imagination as to what they're talking about, whether they've shown you some concept designs or they've just got a great way of explaining it, you now got to let the rubber meet the road and you have to start tying some math to it. I have worked with operators and um, entrepreneurs, like visionary entrepreneurs, who have never been able to tie the math to it. The, the concept is, sounds incredible. But when we start applying numbers, again, just pure projections, good case scenarios, moderate average case and above average case scenarios, the numbers just don't work. Or maybe they only work in a above, above average scenario, or they only work if this, these two things work out, like actually happen. And again, that's not to say that the concept doesn't work or that I'm not going to advise you move forward with it. It just might change a few things. So for example, hey, real quick, if you find this one the many general content I give you in the podcast helpful at all, imagine what I could do if I actually had an in-depth look at your business. You have a CPA that does your taxes. You have a lawyer who creates your membership agreements and waivers. Why don't you have a consultant or a business coach that is able to go ahead and solve the problems that you're facing faster and for far less expensive than you trying to do it on your own? If you could constantly just get back to doing what you love and what you know best, which is servicing the clients, your business would be probably light years ahead of where it is now. If you want to work with someone on a daily, weekly, monthly basis until you no longer need me, until the problems are solved and you fire me, then go to Instagram and send me a DM at WTF Gym Talk. Give me an overview as to what you've got going on and I'll let you know if it's a good thing for us to work together. Guys, back to the podcast. I had someone um, come to me and one time, and this is maybe a few years ago, this is right after the pandemic, and they wanted to, it was more of like a, what would you call it? Like more of a wellness-based health club, right? And there was like estheticians in there and, and you know, there there was, uh, oh, what the fuck? Why am I drawing a blank on this? Uh, HRT, hormone replacement therapy, and obviously there was a gym and all this other shit. And it was just this whatever concept. And there were some things that kind of looked like that in the market. It wasn't too far off, but the way that they had kind of created the client journey was incredibly unique. I had not seen it. And I was, I originally was having a hard time envisioning this client journey, how someone comes in from any one of these, I think it was six service offerings. And no matter which service offering they came in on, right? If you came in from, for the, the Botox or the esthetician, or you came in through the personal training, or you came in through um, the nutrition or whatever it was, they had this client journey drawn out that kind of showed how people would intersect across at least to their numbers 
40% of the total services offered, right? So you pass through at least two total services. And uh, I, I, I was having a hard time with the, with the vision of it. The operator did not, and he was, I mean, very convincing. And, and the more we talked and the more we talked, I started to see, you know, I started to let my imagination run away with me. But again, I'm the consultant. I'm getting paid to, you know, to help keep this in check. So whenever I would pressure the founder to, okay, well, let's start playing this through. Let's say these are your six services and someone comes in through this round and we just started walking through every fucking scenario you could think of. We did it in tier because we're, we're not going to do this in anything less than a, a decent tier two market. So Nashville, Charlotte, Austin, we did this in, you know, in a New York, LA, Chicago type scenario. And we run the numbers based on the commercial real estate and, and what the investment for all these different services cost and the certain kind of fitness, you know, um, very specialized professionals you need in each one of these services. And we'd run the numbers and they had, they had some decent funding. It was, it was a little under 2 million, which seems like a lot of money, but it's not when you're talking about what you're talking about here. And, uh, we, I just couldn't make the numbers work. So that's where the intersection of the dreamer and the, and the math, or what I'd say, like the, the science, the math and the creativity, right? That's, that's where there's a, there becomes a friction point. And there's a friction point in all of these scenarios, typically. And what I would tell anybody here who's either hearing out a business plan, like, you know, you've got a friend who's got a business plan that they're going to hit you with and want your feedback on it. Or uh, if you're in a consulting kind of role, or if you yourself are the dreamer and you're coming up with something, it's fine to be a dreamer. And it's fine to have very powerful fucking dreams. Like ones that you can like, I can see it, Stu. I can fucking, I can smell the lobby. You've got to be able to do a few things. The first one is you have got to be able to find a way to articulate it to others verbally first, visually second. Whenever someone hits me on a concept call and they're like, oh, I got some great renderings we got from our whatever guy. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him yet. I'll look at him later. Talk to me. If you can't explain this to me in words, I have to see it to believe it. I'm just as interested. But you're, we're going to run into some issues on the marketing front of this. right? We're going to run into some issues on the investment front of this as well. If someone's got to see it to believe it, you want to get this, you want to get even the most like mind blowing, never before seen concepts boiled down to the most simplest solutions to a problem, right? Like Willy Wonka, he, Willy, in, the, in the entrepreneurial story of Willy Wonka, he came up where there was a chocolate cartel. There were three major brands that kind of controlled all the chocolate market. And he created the world's greatest chocolate, but you just can't say I have the world's greatest chocolate, right? His chocolate allowed you to be a kid again and to redefine what it means to be imaginative as an adult. It allowed you to embrace, you know, these, uh, these insanely silly notions that you probably haven't had since you were, you know, a young child. His chocolate allowed you to be a, you know, to be a kid again and reclaim that. That that was, you know, his USP, his unique sales proposition. Even though his product and the and like the, you know, 
you certain chocolates made people float up in the air and fly and other chocolates made them feel a certain way and blah 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 he but i mean ultimately just had to boil it down to a very simple solution to a problem so if you're a dreamer and you've got an incredible concept make sure you can boil it down into a very simple solution and to what problem then you need to be able to be someone's got to be able to visually see it and that's going to generally be for your lenders your landlords these are people that like again you know just the spreadsheet alone of a fancy pro forma is not going to do it you've got to be able to show somebody have some kind of rendering have some mock-ups have an inspo board and anyone who's ever done any brand design work like with Boris and Metcon Creative or with anyone else or ever worked with like an, a commercial interior designer, maybe even residential for your house, you kind of know what these boards look like where they kind of help you know, piece together what the vision is for the aesthetic. But then you also, once that's there, that's all the, you know, the dreamer side, you now need to be able to put math to it. If your dream is awesome except for when any math is applied to it, it might just be that. It might just be a dream. You need to be able to run scenarios on a spreadsheet. You need to be able to predict cost and revenue. And again, these are these are predictions. Now the math side of the predictions, you know, is way it's not as fuzzy as the abstract dreamer concept. No one's ever heard of it. This is, you know, uh, brand new, but you still, you can't be afraid of it because I've known operators that were truly dreamers and they, it never got funded. No one's going to take a risk on it. It just, it was hard because they, they were afraid. They like the second you put math to it, they knew it kind of fell apart and it doesn't mean their entire dream has to get scrapped. It just means they probably need to partner up with somebody who can slap some reality on it in terms of practical numbers. Anyway, I'm just, I'm literally just driving back from that, uh, from seeing that movie with my kid. Um, really cool movie. Any of you guys, like any of you business owners, you want to go watch something entrepreneurial, go watch Wonka with your kid. They'll have a fucking blast and you'll definitely, you'll, uh, it'll, it'll have your entrepreneurial brain, um, on fire as you, as you leave that movie. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, just to jam on this a little bit, you guys go ahead, be a fucking dreamer, be a dream, a dream big. But don't, don't think that your dreams can outrun the math because they can't. You're going to need to tie math to it at some point. All right. That's all I got to you uh, until I talk to you in the next podcast. Have a great fucking day.